guys, and welcome back to the Urban Armistice podcast. Today we will be discussing um, our conversations with our local MP, an A&E nurse, and just the general public. We're going to start off with the MP conversation. So, personally, I got in contact with the local Conservative MP, uh, Jeremy Wright, whose constituency is Kenilworth and Southam. And we just genu- generally wanted to ask him, like, what his opinion on uh, the rise in knife crime is, what his party is doing to stop it, uh, what his priorities are to do with it, and things like that. And obviously, so we first asked him whether he'd seen an increase in knife crime. And he said that definitely, yes, he had. And he was quite clear in saying that he obviously thought it was a bad idea to like have a knife crime increase. Do you actually know to what degree the knife crime, well, knife crime and knife-related crimes have increased in the overall area? Uh, I don't think he did, but um, yeah, obviously with three hundred percent increase since twenty fifteen, which is six years, and it's been well, obviously that's a terrible thing, a lot. But so we asked him what the uh, Conservative Party's stance on it and what they were doing to help, and he said that they were going to try and rather than get rid of uh, the offenders for knife crime, he was going to try and target the people who may be vulnerable or start getting into knife crime and gangs and, well, things related. And he was talking about how, as a party, they want to increase the maximum sentence you can get for carrying a knife, because currently that's only four years, and he wants to extend it, because... He wants to increase all the... Um, sentences for knife crime. Yeah. Knife-related crime. Because, obviously, four years is not a very long sentence for carrying what is actually a lethal weapon. And he was talking about how they want to, as a really whole... Really put people off. Yeah, as, as a whole, like, deter people from uh, getting into knife crime and getting into gangs as well. That was something he mentioned. And he was talking about how he spent time as a barrister before he was a politician. And he was involved in quite a few knife crime related cases. And he didn't really talk about any personal experience with knife crime other than that. But he made it very, very clear that he was very against this rise and he was trying to do a lot to stop it. What did he actually, um, what's he kind of plan? Because he's got the deter, like he's deterring people, but how's he actually stopping the cause? How's so he's got, um, he works quite closely with the police. Uh, to get in contact with people who may be vulnerable. But he's also got a youth council set up around the country, so particularly the one inside Kenilworth and Southam. Uh, he's tasked with trying to find vulnerable individuals and basically report them to the police and try and get them help so they don't end up going into a situation where they might be starting to commit knife crime, which is quite a good idea because, as well, with Street Doctors, the charity we're working with, they have the same idea that they want to have uh, youths involved in solving youths' problems, uh, which is obviously what the Youth Council's doing. Did he think that it was affecting the NHS substantially? Uh, I think he said that it was definitely affecting the NHS, as well, any, inju- and any injury will affect the NHS. But with such a sudden rise, uh, he said it might put quite a bit of strain onto the NHS, yes. Well, let's see what the nurse said then. Yes, we also spoke to an NHS nurse. And it's kind of interesting what you say, what you said about um, gangs um, causing the increase in knife crime, because she also kind of suggests that maybe mental health issues also increase the risk of knife crime. Um, 
and also she kind of puts out how most people don't know the damage of knife crime. So there's gangs and that all tie strongly into county lines. I, I would say so, yeah. As well, when I talked with the MP, he was uh, specifically talking about county lines because we asked him whether he knew about it and what he was trying to do to stop it, and he said that's also what the youth groups are helping to target. So obviously county lines is distributing drugs uh, throughout rural areas as opposed to through cities, and quite often people get exploited, uh, particularly children, and get involved with knife crime and gangs through that. Um, going back to what the NHS nurse said, um, she kind of, although she hasn't experienced maybe perhaps the worst um, instances of knife crime, she kind of she recognised the huge pressures that have been put on the NHS over the last few years. And actually, within the Warwickshire area, um, knife crime has increased drastically. And she questions the, how easy it is to obtain knives because it's many, many times that is with questionable intentions. And I think perhaps the most surprising thing for me was finding out how young the children involved were with this, which kind of links back to county lines and how innocent... Um, there are people as young as 12 aren't there in county lines they're probably younger to be honest they were going to discover what the local people thought yeah so as a group uh, in NCS we went into the Warwickshire area and we surveyed quite a few members of the public and I'm just going to talk through the most important findings uh, from the survey so I think the first important finding is that the majority of people underestimated the rate at which knife crime was growing. They put it at majority, 100%, little less, 200%, and a lot less at the 300% mark. And I think that also ties quite into how people uh, perceive the area in general in terms of safety. So an overwhelming majority of people felt safe in the Warwickshire area, in the places that we asked. And I think maybe if they knew how fast it was growing, they might feel less safe. Do you think that they are just not educated enough on knife crime and that I need to improve as they're getting wrong? I would say... How big the increase is? I'd say that, yeah. We need to massively increase awareness of knife crime, um, especially in areas such as Warwickshire, because it is quite an affluent area, and so I feel like usually areas of deprivation would sort of uh, create increases in knife crime. So a lot of people would assume that it's safer than it actually is, which obviously they did. So I think that is a very big problem. Um, also, the majority of people uh, correctly identified how likely a person who's carrying a knife is to injure themselves. So that's uh, one in three, so 33%. So people do realise that not only is it a problem that people are committing knife crimes, but it's just a problem carrying them in the first place. Does it also increase your risk if you're carrying a knife exactly. of being stabbed? It does. So your likelihood of getting stabbed uh, increases to about 60% uh, just by carrying that knife. This could be because of gang-related issues, so you're seen as more of a threat. But just wanting to protect yourself can also yourself into even worse situations uh, because in the moment you have a knife and someone else has a knife you 
it's hard to sort of negotiate that without actually acting on it. So yeah, you might want to protect yourself, which tying back into the survey was a, a big reason people identified as to why people were carrying knives. So in order to protect yourself, you actually unintentionally massively increase the risk of getting injured yourself, which is a massive issue in the first place. Something linking back into this as well, I know a lot of charities like Street Doctors, they go around to more urban areas and they go and talk to youths and gangs who carry knives and they ask, well, why do you carry ga- Why do you carry knives, rather? Uh, and they go, oh, well, if you don't round here, then you're not safe. But obviously, as we can see from statistics, if you carry a knife, you're less safe than if you don't. But as well, for that many people to feel unsafe in the area and to the point where they need to be able to, they need to carry a knife to feel like they are safe and equipped, I think that is speaks a lot for how uneducated the public is and how much knife crime has grown and that we need to... Yeah, I think that's a, a great point and it really sort of highlights the importance of what we're doing. So the survey, I think... And educating people. Yeah, the survey helps increase awareness and we educated people on the dangers of carrying a knife. And what we saw from the survey is that the majority of people didn't know what street doctors were at all. They didn't know what they did and how helpful they actually were. And so I think education really is the, uh, the sort of the main way of tackling this um, especially educating youths and youth councils, I think that's a great thing to do. Do you think if we'd asked more of certain other demographics that that would have changed the, statist- the statistics much? I think that it definitely would have because uh, the people that we asked were sort of middle-aged to older. I think if we, we had a couple of young people. We did have a few young people, but only about sort of three or four I think that young people might actually be more informed in terms of not necessarily not necessarily the statistics, but why people would carry knives in the first place. And also, if we had asked, say, people of different occupations, so say, for example, if we had asked the NHS nurse that we talked with to fill out the questionnaire, she might be more aware of the safety within um, the Warwickshire area or kind of like the MP or potentially if we had spoken to the police would know more about their legalities around knives. Hey guys, wrapping up, it's clear that the statistics show that people don't know enough about this issue and it's a rising problem. So I'd highly recommend that you go and watch the How to Save a Life video in eight minutes by the street doctors and go and look into the stuff that they've put up Uh, Anyway, bye.